This week on the Push Road Podcast, we talk about Theraguns, what do they actually do? And we talk about the PTC and the CFFC. It's a lot of acronyms. Three, two, one. I've got my deal with Black & Decker, mate. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Push Pull Legs podcast with myself, Damik. And me, Tom Hall. It's going to work. Oh, good, mate. Yeah. Black & Decker. So as good as a Black & Decker, isn't it? Those things. As good as they are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. They've they last been seen, I believe, before they're popularised now, um, and the last couple of years, I guess, was on Ground Force, I believe. That's when they were, yeah. they were those nail guns, correct? Yeah. They were like, instead of nails, why don't we put a little soft glove on it? Yeah, put a big rubber ball on the end of it. <laughs> they're like, oh, oh we can we can yeah. sell this to the fitness industry. I know some guys. Yeah, but... yeah, they're, yeah. They're fitness industry fall for anything. <laughs> um, but yeah, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, we are t- of course talking about theraguns. We'll like, go into that in a bit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on in your world, dude? Not a lot, mate. Not a lot. I've, um, I, I, yeah, not a lot actually. I've just, I've just been, you know, just been indulging in some podcasts and some books and trying to remove myself from so i can't remember i talked about this last week you did. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, don't bore everybody straight off uh, i'm not gonna bore them all again yeah. you know just, <laughs> um, but no but no the interesting thing is though already so here we go here we go the experiment a week in i do feel a lot better yeah. like genuinely feel a lot better from removing myself from following shit and stuff like that and i found myself being more productive following um, shit i found myself prioritizing my day a bit better um i I put the um on my phone now i don't get any notifications i've turned it off calls and notifications are silenced so it doesn't i don't get anything come through um and yeah i've just found myself being way more productive so the last two days i've actually done the majority of my work that i needed to do by like 11 o'clock and it's made the day feel really long like wow i've got like i've got the majority of the stuff i wanted to get done done and then i was like wow the days are really long whereas before i'd piss around until like 11 and then be like right better do some work now is when I get back from nursery at like three or four and I'd be like, oh shit, was that day gone? So it's really good, like actually being productive. Um, so yeah, that was good. And then, yeah, had a good, bas- had a good week of basketball. You know how it is. Um, I saw a picture of you. Yeah, you know it, mate. You know it. Jim's like, <laughs> um, so yeah, no, it's been, it's been all right. It's been all right. It's just, um, like, I, like I've said in previous podcasts, I think this year for me is going to be a bit of a, a transitional year. What with trying to buy a house and, all the shit that comes with that. Um, yeah. It's all good. It's all good. I'm learning. Um, for those of you that like podcasts, obviously listen to this one. Um, if any of you um, are kind of into, I suppose, running your own business or your online coaching or whatever you do. I thought you were uh, just going to say running. <laughs> it's like, not, what podcast uh, have you been listening to about running? <laughs> um, no, it's, um, um, there's a podcast called The Diary of a CEO, which is by a guy called Stephen Bartlett who um i've come across recently and uh, yeah it's quite interesting it's nothing to do with fitness and nutrition it's more just about um i suppose a bit more like lifey stuff um but not in a boring way which is quite good he seems quite refreshing not in a boring way yeah you know like it's not like a self-help podcast do you know what i mean <laughs> uh, but no he's quite real and he's quite down to earth and and very no bullshit in his approach so it's quite it's quite good but don't go listen to that now. Stay listening to this one first. <laughs> and you'll see on the stats of just everybody at about three, four minutes. Of just yeah, like, everyone's good. <laughs> oh, this, this is shit. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, my week's not been as good as yours, Tom, has it? So come on, tell us all about your week. That's what we good. all 
No, I'm already what this is day one, two, three, four, five. Nine? Yes. Yeah. Okay, this is my work working day nine in a row. Um I will reach twelve, I believe. Oh, so yeah. what? Yeah. Well up me. Well up me. Um <laughs> Just, just grinding, mate. Fucking grinding. That's it. You're so fitness. Even, <laughs> even though I'm not. Um, no, you're not. <laughs> not, not, not hashtag grinding. I'm just doing what needs to be done. Correct. Um, I knew this week was going to turn out like this, so mentally prepared myself. You signed up for it. I signed up for it. Exactly. I said yes to all these things, so absolutely my fault. Uh, last week, what did I do? Train people, all that stuff education um well we'll talk about the cffc stuff in a minute because that's that's quite cool and what's what's happening um we've got some confirmed dates and all that kind of stuff so um there's a few listeners as well i think a few listeners <laughs> one listener um i know tyson was um on the course and he was like i follow you like, yeah lovely chap from uh between like essex and stuff like that he did some stuff with LDM. He might have been on our course. This was, that was a year ago when we did our. Uh, Says more about him than us. <laughs> on our, one of our seminars. Um, yeah, but that that fun stuff was cool. We'll talk about yeah the CFFC, the Mike Boyle's accreditation, which I'll I'll invite down once once I get qualified to instruct it in this country. I'm going to invite Dan to come listen to me, and then he can get qualified. <laughs> You would hate that, wouldn't you? I'll do still live podcast, mate. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, with Kevin Carr and uh, Dan were really good. Um, so go go follow Kevin Carr on Instagram, and then just yeah, he's a funny lad. Um, but yeah, I had my my first day of my new gig, I guess. Yeah, your new, well, new job, new role, side hustle, side thing. Um, for anybody, I've just had a load of people going. What you left first base? No, I didn't. I didn't leave first base. Believe it or not, I'm going to be able to do about seventy to eighty personal training sessions a month, and do education coordinating, and do another job on the side. Mental. Wow, um, it is crazy, right? I mean, where's the time? It's almost like I don't really work. But hustle, wow. mate. Hustle, 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 hustle. Awesome. So where's your where's your new job, Tom? Uh, the PTC, uh, the Personal Trainer Collective. And Dan's gonna say something now because he wants like an affiliation fee or oh. a tap up sheet. He was like, uh, "Why well, basically?" <laughs> when I was discussing it with you, you're like, oh, "I hope I'm getting ten percent." Um, well, yeah, I think I think ten percent is the least I deserve. To be, <laughs> to, be, to be completely honest with you, um, yeah, Tom Tom got the job at, at Personal Training Collective, didn't he? Um, so yeah, I'm. I will be helping. Who put, you forward, who put you forward for that job? I believe it was you, mate. I, I believe it was. I believe it was. It yeah, was it was. Me, it right? was you, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, See, see how Tom loves to do the whole like, oh yeah, Tom's going to be learning off me. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, he just gets to mention that you know Dan helps yeah. him get a job. Don't worry Honestly, about. yeah, the, possibly the nicest thing Dan has ever done is uh, so Luke Johnson's the uh, founder and co- well, founder and owner, right, of uh, yeah. of the PTC, formerly Shredded by Science. If everybody wants to go back that far, um, really good uh, company. Essentially, essentially, that's why I wanted to, why you were looking at it and I was looking at it. Um, Luke approached you, obviously, and then was discussing, I believe, uh, head of training gig with you. Yeah. And then you sat there and said, "You're describing me." Yeah, I see. That's, how, that's <laughs> just how much of a nice guy I am. No, it was based, yeah. So we talked about it, didn't we? We, but I went down to see Luke and we talked about the potential role and what was required and all this sort of stuff. And basically, obviously, I live in Bath. 
and it would require the person to go into London and into the offices or whatever regularly. And um, uh, and obviously just knowing Tom and knowing what he does with the third space, it was a no-brainer, mate. It was, and also, like, it's one of those things where I think it's really important people listen to this if they're trainers as well because it's the prime thing of just because you get offered a client or you get offered an opportunity that's not right for you and it's better for someone else – you don't have to say yes. You can refer to other people. And in the long run, it will pay off. Like it won't, you know, in the, immediate, in, in the short term, it's like, oh, yeah, okay, maybe, you know, six months you know, down the line, I'd be, I'd have more money in my pocket. But at the same time, it would have been a disservice to Luke because I wouldn't have been able to give everything that he needed to the, to the role. And I knew someone else would be far better at it, who's more equipped, who's already doing it to a certain degree. It's the same with clients and stuff. It's like people are so quick in the short term to be like, oh, I'll take on more, take on more, take on more. And like you end up maybe taking on the wrong client could fuck up your business it could make you more tired it could make you burn out whatever and you just have to think about these things and i just I, like i said i just knew that for the best it was best for everyone that you know you were discussed for the role and you had a chat with luke and, and that way and, and i know that in the future as long as tom doesn't fuck things up that luke <laughs> luke will come back to me and he has time but oh thanks so much for that because it's worked out so well or whatever um and then tom will give me his 10 percent of all his salary to give to me so it's fine it worked out <laughs> well, so it's fine <laughs> we'll buy down a little present that's fine yeah i mean it's, it's yeah it's good obviously i'd, I'd never i've only met luke like once or twice previously and obviously you get on with him really well and you know each other through like de novo and all that kind of stuff and online so i never really moved in his circles as it were so probably didn't know of us very much and then, he knew nothing about you, mate. It was yeah. all because me. It's all because what I told him. He all because like, you. Well, but... He's like, well, if you say he's good, he must be right. <laughs> uh, and right then yeah. He did some snooping around me for about two, three months, and apparently it all came back slightly positive. So, well, good. Well, yeah, we're all I know, good, shot crap. Um, so, especially with Josh. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, you work with yeah, LDNM? I was like, I don't, but yeah, fine. Uh, Josh obviously does. Uh, so that'd be fun um yeah they've just launched so the ptc have just launched their online coaching blueprint which is like their online coaching course so like if you're a pt looking to get into online right. coaching they've just launched it um so yeah, so yeah probably just a little brief outline we'll probably be speaking of it and we'll probably have luke on or we can go um and do his show as well um to what what will entail and what will be coming from the ptc um will be i guess i'll be doing a hell of a lot of content for them, uh, heading up their training. So all, well, training, all their kind of stuff for level two, level threes, again, going to be redeveloped and mostly taught by myself and Luke. Um, he'll be doing more of the business side. I'm going to be doing all the training side. Um, so how to PT, essentially. Um, and one of the big things I think he was looking for is somebody who's doing it day in, day out. And I have been for the last six and a half, seven years. Um, and haven't, yeah, said it has a stable... Well, not day in, day out, because you've just moaned about working 12 days on the trot. So. <laughs> well, day in, day out, <laughs> five days a week. <laughs> yeah, when it, when it suits. When it suits. You know, not uh, not uh, in the evening, either, apparently. Uh, don't do evenings. Don't do evenings. I've uh, grinded to get there, mate. Don't have to do evenings. <laughs> um, yeah, they're there to spend with you, Dan. Gee, wow. Uh, well, yeah, you know, then you always turn up 10 minutes late, so... <laughs> And uh, yeah, we'll be redeveloping some of the like PT core work and making it way, way better. Basically, raising better. Our, raising what, the bar. That is what Luke would say as well. Better. Yeah, exactly. Right. With with it'd be great. Like he's got an even thicker accent than I have uh, for kind of yeah. East London Essex. So um, so it'd be cool. Be bringing bringing all that kind of PT into the 21st century um, and what yeah. they should be doing. 
what basically getting 90% of your general population clients and being able to keep them. Um, what yeah, so Luke's, yeah, Luke's really big on the, um, the thing I like about Luke and where he does it is it, with his PT courses is it's not just a six week, six weekend, here's your level three. He goes into how to run your business, the finances, the tax, the getting clients, keeping clients, record keeping, like the actual business side of it. That's his background. Luke's background is, is into is in the business side of it. So he, um, that's the bit he goes above and beyond on. Like I said, that's why he needs Tom's help because Tom knows more about the training side of things. Apparently. Um, apparently yeah well compared to luke yeah which shows how little luke knows <laughs> so um, it'll be good it'll be we'll be learning certain stuff like screening systems program systems actually training people when we're doing coaching and youtube videos and all the content and stuff it's going to be based off the fact of how to coach not how to do the exercise mm-hmm. as well i think that's yeah. a, we, well we obviously know that's a big thing that's lacking of how to coach somebody through the exercise or uh, multiple people so we're probably gonna have a few different varied populations that we do certain exercises with um fundamental movement patterns and being able to work in a busy gym um that kind of yeah, stuff that's really important how to have positive <coughs> interactions how to keep them all that kind of stuff so yeah it'll be fun it'll be fun and yeah, it'll be also it also means that the mentoring stuff we talked about a while ago has been kind of and number two i probably need to do some work on this right. yeah <laughs> yeah so it's been pushed back a little bit um yeah if anyone's like obviously super keen to have a chat with us about that and and what it might entail and and whether like you say we got a rough start day or whatever then let us know but um it will be in the certainly into the into the probably the third end of the third or start of the fourth quarter of the year probably yeah we'll look Look for Q3, Q4. I'd imagine more. You can tell you working in a city, Q3, Q4. You know, <laughs> but, but by then we'll all be dead from the coronavirus. So actually. oh yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm gonna earn no money anyway. So well, actually, no, I'm employed, so they have to pay me. Oh damn it! Because it's not. unforeseen circumstances. It's gonna be like I am legend. I reckon. Yeah. Like it's just gonna be so like we're not gonna okay. go in the light. You know, everyone should be arming themselves. Get a dog. Do you know, like. <laughs> really crazy what's happening it's just mental so we've had it's quite really not. it's a cold we've had it's two really we've had two or three emails from hr and we're having to take preventative measures within the gym because obviously the gyms will be one of the first places to close because yeah, it's sweat and touching yeah. stuff and really high like i don't know exposure to people um obviously schools in hong kong are closing correct as of april are um, they? they are wow it's got bad hasn't it yeah, yeah, so schools are closing there, I believe. Um, I know there's a lad um, who I play golf with, a guy called Nello, who uh, is in quarantine right now. Um, he came back from Italy. He works for JP Morgan. He's in quarantine. Um, <laughs> we've been t- messaging on WhatsApp. Uh, yeah, he's had to self-quarantine himself. Because um, who I can't remember. There was Canary Wharf. There was a company that sent about 300 people home. Um in canary wharf so definitely it's making an effect 100 percent. and then oh, you've seen of, the stock market as well like. obviously all of my clients like a lot of clients travel so some of them have been like nope they're not allowed to travel all this kind of stuff and they're no, nothing but emergency travel so all these deals are falling through all this stuff um so yeah so it's, it's having a massive impact on everything right wow i'm yeah. going to london on friday i think i yeah. might get it probably mate it's already here mate it's i'm already. actually i actually am i i'm gonna walk from paddington to um marlebone i'm not gonna hit the underground i don't want to go on the underground i've been on it already mate i've probably got it it's uh, gonna live there it's gonna that's what it's gonna breed though isn't it in the underground yeah so they're oh. saying like obviously 
what is it, the hot countries should be all right-ish. It'll die out quicker. So basically oh. cook it. So maybe it's a sauna jobby. Yeah, just sit in the sauna for two weeks. So, <laughs> so wow, it's interesting. So, anyway, should I, we talk about some fitness stuff? Because fuck me, this has been uh, a dribble, eh? So, so CFFC, or should we talk? <coughs> let's go Ferragon first and then see. Oh, fucking Ferragons, right. So Ferragons, should I get... You can, you can rant about it and then we can give some vague science. So the Theragons, that thing <laughs> hold, right? And it's got like a little rubber ball on the end of it that basically hits you it's... in the leg. Or like people use it on their legs and their arms and shit. And it's just like, I don't know how, you don't even know how much one costs, but it's like, you've got to be fucking Oh, they're about like, you can get different versions. So there's obviously different sizes and different versions. I think they come in between about 300 to 560. Fuck off, 300 quid. About no that, yeah. I didn't even know. I thought like <laughs> even 80 quid was too much. Fuck off. People in fitness, man, they'll buy anything. They'll buy... Just just hit yourself in the leg. Like, you know, if I said to someone, like, <laughs> right, if, you, if, you know, if your leg hurts, put it out and then just hit it loads of times quite hard and do that for like two minutes, they'd laugh at you. They would laugh at you. Like, hysterically as well. Put it on a gun with a rubber ball on the end and charge 300 quid for it. Oh, yeah, mate, that works. So, um, yeah, I've got the, the, Ther- the Theragun G3 Pro is... Five hundred and forty-nine pounds. Oh, oh my god, who's stupid enough to buy that? <laughs> the, oh G, my god. the G3. Um, how much is that? I think it. The G3 is not as expensive. I don't think. Do you know what? There's so. I reckon there's so many. The big, G3 is only three hundred and seventy-five. There's so like you said at the top of the show. And your so budget, many. your budget Theragun is two hundred twenty-nine, mate. Ridiculous. Right, there's so many people who are in businesses in London, startups, investors, going, what can we make for the fitness industry? Because they'll fall for literally anything. That is ridiculous. Should we just just go through? Obviously, if there are guns that... The placebo effect, Jesus Christ, 500 quid. You've got two two speeds on on the final. Because that's necessary. (laughs) Neither of them work. Neither of the speeds work. And an adjustable arm. So that you can you can change the lever length that it will be it's hard uh, to reach places probably. Uh, tick tick on swappable batteries. <laughs> so oh, so what, my, my shaver has a swappable battery. That's actually how fine. How are you using it for? Oh my god! Like... Ergonomic ergonomic multi grip. Three ways to hold it. Unbelievable! A that. travel case. It's pretty good, isn't it? Um, max force sixty pounds. So was that about twenty eight kilos? Yeah. More than that, forty kilos. Sorry, my two point two. No, yeah, twenty eight kilos. It's really a lot, is it? No, it's not that much. Um, yeah, considering the foam rolling research, it's about right actually. Foam rolling research dictates about well to have any kind of uh, effect. It's like twenty five kilos plus ish, um, but it's not a crazy amount. Yeah, hundred and fifty minutes of total battery life. Pretty good. Six attachments. Wow. I mean, yeah. like your Hoover, it's got so many attachments you have no idea what to do with. So you've got the dampener, the large ball, the standard ball, the wedge, the thumb, and the cone. All utterly fucking pointless. Um, yeah, so you can you can do 40 PPS or 29 PPS. I'm not too sure what PPS means. Percussions. I'll tell, per tell you what I do. i tell you what I do. Zero PPS. It works pretty well. <laughs> so... I mean, yeah... I mean, they've been a big. They've been a slightly. No, but, no, but seriously though. No, but seriously though. Seriously though. Seriously, right? Wow. They offered if, it to us. If you saw someone in the gym, right, 
with a small hammer hitting themselves in the legs, you would think they were insane. <laughs> I, I don't get it. Isn't there those chiropractors that do that, don't they? I don't... Yeah, and they're oh, fucking no, idiots as well, aren't they? Thing. Like, oh, they're mental. If anybody gets a hammer out, you know, they're a chiropractor, then you're mental. Um, Alex Smith talks about this all the time, doesn't he? Like, it's stuff <laughs> that you post about. Like, it's... Um, Alex Krajewski, isn't it? Yeah, we just... I Alex Smith, he's fine. I just don't want to butcher his last name, so just call it Smith. <laughs> if it's good enough for Dean Somerset, it's good enough for me, all right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it's just... I don't know, I just, I just think... Obviously, with the way Instagram is and the way influencer marketing works and the way all that sort of stuff happens, this stuff spreads like wildfire. And sorry, that's a topic I shouldn't say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it spreads like coronavirus. Um, oh, wait a minute. Spreads like coronavirus. So, like, it, so basically, what happens with the Theragons is they give it to someone at CrossFit, at CrossFit Games, who's an amazing athlete, and they go, use that for us. And they go, why? How much are you going to pay me? They go, oh, 10 grand. All right, I'll use that for the event. They use it, and knowing it, knowing full well that actually the reason they're using it is because they got given ten grand, not because it works, because they've been given ten grand. I'd use it if someone gave me ten grand, but no one's going to bother doing that. Oh mate, look, they then get seen using it on the it. website. It's double Ferragunin. So double. She's, oh she's, she's got two, one in yeah, both I bet, hands. I bet she has. <laughs> she's like draw. I was about to say, but it's not anything in her hands that vibrates that she uses. <laughs> but anyway, it's that whole thing where it's like I just don't understand. How people don't look at it and go, oh well, that athlete uses it, so maybe they were paid to use it. Does it even work? No, it's that athlete uses it, therefore I'm going to use it. And you see it, and like, I saw all the basketball players in the NBA. I watch it regularly, and then they're all on the bench using it, and I'm like, wow, they they've obviously, you know, their trainers have fallen for it, or they've fallen for it, whatever. And um, and at that level, right, it's kind of like, well, you're not going to halfway through a game tell an NBA player that it's a load of shit because he might get a placebo effect from it, right? We know we know the placebo effect is a real thing, right? That's fine. And if they're competing at the top level, there's millions of dollars on the line for all these games or whatever. I'm not as concerned about that sort of thing. I'm more concerned about the, how gullible people are and how hard people don't like. People don't train hard enough to warrant using it for one. So like, that level they do. NBA players might like <clears throat> benefit them from the placebo, but like it's just ridiculous. I reiterate the same point again. If you were in the gym with a hammer hitting yourself. People would think you were insane, and it's the same thing. Ridiculous. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. I guess okay. I'm not. I'm not going to play devil advocate because it is stupid. And <laughs> we, we, <laughs> it, is, it is stupid. It is, it is stupid. <laughs> so we did get off of them, um, and then we got. Uh, lo- luckily, our director of fitness spoke to each of the education team. And we basically gave a summary email each and we all said um we don't want pts using it um it looks really stupid on the on the gym floor um it'll probably get mistreated and misused um it's uncleanly for number one loads of people using the same thing same thing um and we're just like probably if anybody's in use it put it in a clinical setting behind closed doors um a bit weird but i have used one it does feel amazing. Um, <laughs> I use one at Boyle's. Boyle's just got one sitting on the side. Uh, he's obviously been given like two or three for free. He's they've just been sent. He's got like all of that kind of stuff. Um, but okay, so obviously what they were trying to replicate is some sort of fascial punching release, us, punching ourselves in the leg. So <laughs> obviously the same as not, it's not the same as foam rolling because foam rolling you're not. It's not as acute, right? Right, right. Yeah, I, 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 and I, right. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Right. 
But we know that to create any sort of change in fa- in the fascial... So this is where the, the message is, is wrong, correct? Okay, so the message should not be, and we should we should portray this to these morons that are using it, you will not de- break down any tissue, you will not relieve knots, you will not get de- any breakdown of any kind of soft tissue work at all. It does not happen. It will not elicit change. You can't put enough pressure in it. You realise that, obviously... The the science behind like rolling IT bands or something like that. Obviously, it's 950 kilos of pressure and nothing changes on an IT band. So that's that's a fairly substantial. Yeah, but they roll it though, because you know that'll work. <laughs> but but obviously, what what happens is the fact is that research was done on a cadaver and the cadaver doesn't have a neurological response, so you won't have any endorphin release or hormonal release or anything that's going to have that illicit effect so the knock-on effect on our surrounding structures because you cannot have that which does happen and we know that because it's, it's even though we don't quite know what's happening you you you're opening a window of slightly better movement after using a foam roller or possibly a ferret gun that's the only that's the only thing that possibly can happen. but there's no point in spending 549 pounds on one which it looks stupid and it's too acute to do anything really when you could probably just foam roll on a ten pound thing, uh, and get the same effect, if you really want the placebo-y, neurological, muscly, I don't know what is it, waking up the nervous system kind of thing response is that's that's what they kind of gauge it as, yeah. some nervous system response because we know, and it, this is used in bodybuilding that if you palpate a muscle, it's more likely to be on or you're more likely to contract it, and that's the same idea is if we roll over something. We know where it is. Neurally, we it's more responsive. Therefore, the chances are it's going to be on. Therefore, we get better range. And that was probably what's happening. So you could employ somebody just to dig you for a while. <laughs> and it'd be the same thing. Do you know what, though? The now, funniest thing you is... You pay me for £549 and I will punch you all yeah, day. I, not yeah. just... <laughs> well, like, it's, uh, the thing that makes me laugh about this is it's the same thing in, that you see with people's diets and you see with their supplements and you see with all that sort of shit, right? The amount of people you see supplementing with, like, a fat burner or, like, uh, a, a fish oil or whatever it is, right? Obviously, there's one of those things works, one of them doesn't, whatever. It's like doing that, but they're not hitting your calories and not or not getting your protein in. And it's like the amount of these people who are using this, but yet I know for a fact would <laughs> right. never do any sort of dynamic warm-up ever. They wouldn't even think about doing one. It's like, no, if you're if you're doing a good quality 10, 15 minute dynamic warm-up properly, as I would want you to, or as you would want you to want them to, Tom, that Theragun is doing nothing. Nothing. It's, it's funny. So that wouldn't. I've typed in benefits of Theragun. Okay. So looks like a gun. <laughs> accelerates recovery and muscle repair probably no, muscle based, repair based on muscle what? repair is, is completely wrong because um we we know that isn't it wasn't wasn't the plausibility of um when when you've done muscle breakdown the chances are if you go and widen that the uh the sarcomere tears even more by massage correct mm. it was actually a term of growth wasn't it Especially even in bodybuilding, so there was uh, there's the the stretch effect, correct? So when you you pump something, you do lots of chest pressing, and then you stretch it like crap for thirty seconds to get more of a response and hypertrophy of theory, muscle. Theory, yeah. The theory of it would break down more, which is exactly what the same. So muscle repair, no, 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 increases blood and lymphatic flow. Doubtful. Um, relieves muscle spasms and stiffness. Doubt it. Breaks up scar tissue. No, 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 no. Does not. <laughs> yeah. Really? Oh, come on. Like. Um, improves lactate acid clearance. Devil. No, um, 
activates nervous system and muscles. You can't. Might do. Um, doesn't uh, activate it because it's already on. Activate it, does it? <laughs> I hate that word. Heightens the, the, the response. To activate, if you had to activate it, it means it would be hanging off you. <laughs> it, that means it was obviously deactivated previously. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just all these buzzwords and that's the thing that annoys me it's all the buzzwords that go with it right it's all that sort of shit yeah, this is yeah. why I'm so dead against this sort oh, of <laughs> I like this one this, I, so this is on their website um, lose belly fat or something it's stupid. no it's myofascial release yeah but obviously that's wrong um, but also it says seven times more effective than foam rolling <laughs> seven times Dan <laughs> Not six, not six though. How not six, six, like. I'd like to know the how how it was quantifiable. <laughs> just absolute bullshit. Like it's uh, I, I just I'm lost for words with it. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. I just don't understand the. I do. No, I do understand. I do get it. I do get it. It's people with too much money thinking that these things are going to help and there's companies out there who are preying on them and preying on their lack of intelligence and just selling them shit like it's just the fitness industry in a nutshell isn't it it just unbelievable so there's another company called hypervolt as well isn't there i have no idea mate <laughs> there is it's always they're they're the rival companies theragun and hypervolt i don't know they are both a waste of time. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, a craft gun. Interesting, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah. I, I go back to the I go back to the original point. I go back to the original point. Save yourself five hundred quid and hit yourself with a hammer. <laughs> yeah, there seems to be. There's a lot of. There's a lot of ones, isn't there? There's a lot of. I'm on a load of reviews. Some of them aren't as pretty as the Thurry Gun. Because that makes all the difference. Yeah. Sonic massage gun. Interesting. You yeah, know what? You know, if you, and, and the thing is, well, you know, if you get given one and you want to use it, crack on. Just know it doesn't really do anything. But do not just fork out five hundred pounds. <laughs> it's quite a lot, isn't it? It's crazy. I will, but I want two. You have to have two as well, so it's obviously either a grand or four hundred. Um, all right, should we uh, move slightly on an ending topic? Of I was doing uh, the CFSC. I got my T-shirt on. What does it stand for? Certified Functional. Don't like that word. Got to be functional. Strength huh? coach. Don't want to be unfunctional. I don't want to be the certified dysfunctional strength coach because. What would you do there? <laughs> Wouldn't want that, would you? No. Um, and their t-shirts are nice. And I, I didn't realise until um, they're from New Look. Oh, no, they're from Next. Next. They're from Next. So apparently Next t-shirts are quite comfy. Oh, mm. Didn't know that. And they're good length. I'll find out when I do the course, won't I? <laughs> yeah, you will. Um, only when I'm passed and qualified to teach it. Um, yeah. I hope that happens first, eh? <laughs> So, yeah, we did... Um, so at third space, we're bringing in. Uh, so that was the, one of the reasons why we went over to Boston with Josh, obviously um, leading the charge and trying to get Mike over and annoying him for several, several months. Um, but obviously, Mike didn't come. So he sent his uh, two best boys. So Kevin and Dan. Um, I should really give. I think uh, I was speaking. To, we, we went out for dinner, went out for lunch, and then we uh, also did spend a day with them on the 
that Sundays were. Um, so we can probably get him on the podcast 100% um, if we want to. Really nice chaps. Um, I think there's only they've got maybe 40 to 50 people who can teach the course in, in the world. And then luckily enough, by maybe the end of this year, um, unfortunately, I might be one of them. So that'd be sad, wouldn't it? Yeah, barrier to entry is pretty low. (laughs) So uh, we did the, they came over to teach the first ever CFFC level one in England or Great Britain. They'd never done it in the UK before, which baffles me where they've done it in Brazil, Costa Rica, all over the States, loads of times. They've got lots of dates, like done in Holland, Spain, all these places. Um, China, Thailand, Japan, I think. Won't be going uh, there soon, will they? Yeah, they won't be doing that. Not be going there anytime soon, mate. Yeah, so they've done it in lots of different places. Lots of these guys running, obviously, Boyle's system, because it's a good system. Um, there's a lot worse ones out there. So they were doing that, and they'd never done one in the UK before. Um, apparently, they tried to do one uh, quite like, about seven, eight years ago, um, <laughs> but it didn't sell very well. But this one sold out within an hour. So just got to know the right people. And have combined with a gym who we can force our trainers to do it um yeah it helps doesn't it does it help <laughs> so yeah pretty cool um so we went through all of mike Boyle's systems um obviously there's a lot of pre-reading exams and all that kind of stuff and then there was a practical exam at the end which i do enjoy i don't enjoy but i do like the fact that the course has an exam and a practical exam element that you have to coach someone and be marked on your coaching, your technique, your form, how you coach it, and all this kind of stuff. Because I fit thousand percent, like I'm throwing on the bus, like FRC, PRI, some of these courses that you go on, you just attend, and then you're suddenly qualified. Absolute bullcrap. Don't like the fact that I realise there is um, kind of spot assessments that people do during the day. Maybe they ask you questions. Uh, throughout the day and that's your assessment but having that kind of end of life is very it's, it's it's old school right it's mike boyle it's old school he'll want it done like that he wants you to prove that you know your fear stuff mm. without anybody there and if you crack under pressure you crack under pressure you do it again um whenever the, they're in town so if you failed on that day you have to video it so you get the notes and then you have to video the movement and do the coaching cues again with a with a person so pretty cool and Ooh. then send it in and get it reviewed so there's a legit system um i didn't fail well done, Tom. Thanks, man. Um, <laughs> I passed, um, but it was good. It was learn about systems. So they go through. They go through foam rolling. They go through. Ferragon module. No. There was no Ferragon module. No. Oh, unfortunate. They go through like floor mobility stuff. Lots of breathing. Breathing X. Ex- not breathing X. Ex- well, they just know breathing's important, and they do stuff within their breathing. So they breathe whilst they hold certain positions and do certain so it's based off the four by four matrix which is the supine prone kneeling half kneeling standing all that kind of stuff so and where you go through your movement progressions if you if you do the ptc courses you'll definitely learn about this stuff okay <laughs> um but it's hell of a lot how i and how all basically all the third space or how dan he he will program and if you if your movement progressing not just load reps all this boring crap um you realize you're challenging somebody that way instead and it's probably better for all the general population clients so it's cool um did that stuff then went through strength stuff plyo stuff proper warm-ups 
and just like myself kevin the guy who teaches it is a big uh, kind of warm-up fanboy and thinks the warm-ups is where you earn your money and where you can do really well and kind of get your buy-in from your client and every time if i write down a whole sheet and dan's i sent him some stuff that like say chloe's doing and it'll be like most people will look at that session and be like how the hell do you get that done in an hour it's like there's so much on there i'll be like i'm gonna do one or two sets of this stuff but it's like bam 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 and it's just super slick oh just yeah that's what can happen in person a bit harder when you're maybe doing remote pt Mm. Mm. but yeah it was good mate um nothing nothing crazy though i think it's all just fundamental stuff that um trainers should know and it just makes also with with their system it makes programming in in a one-to-one setting so easy so easy and it just takes all the oh i've got a program for two hours on sundays and uh yeah. for my clients for for the next four weeks and you're like you don't mate like you have your templates and you can do it on the fly during the session because you they're on a certain phase and you're just like all right bump them up that movement progression happening there all right up a kilo up and it's just already done um it takes programming from maybe half an hour per client all the way down to about five minutes so that's, I think, the best thing about this system. But they have a program. That's the thing. It's well, that's slick, it, isn't it? Slick and it works. So. Well. Um. The only. Th- what did we do? Obviously, Kevin's a little bit more uh, new school than Mike. He doesn't disagree with like back squatting and stuff and ollie lifting, but he understands the whole premise of keeping people safe and all this kind of stuff. So, I mean, I don't back squat a lot of my clients. So it's just how I don't don't bother. So there's, there's certain things of like, uh, <laughs> so in split squats, so this is a boilism that on a split squat, you should be doing a goblet load and you should only ever go to a Bulgarian split squat once you've exhausted all the dumbbells on a normal split squat, which I think I, I disagree with, but it's it's interesting. Yeah, I understand that like just to doing a normal split squat pattern is fine, but then you're also not getting maybe it does change the exercise slightly. It's more of like a front backy kind of movement more than up down. Like they they did the cue, which is really cool. I'd never really thought about it. Is uh, for that split squat is more like an elevator, so you don't want to be. Whereas the uh, what's the thing on the tube? The train. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I can't, what, my mind's gone blank I've been working so hard um, not the elevator but the stairs what are the moving stairs Dan the escalator <laughs> thank you escalator oh, Christ. <laughs> oh, wow wow blonde moment I need to go to bed um, yeah so on a Bulgarian split squat you're more like an, an escalator and on a split squat you're more like an elevator I've worked a great cue everybody knows how to do that no? Eventually, Tom, what I mean. I, I'll, I'll, I'll blank when I'm trying to tell it to a client, but <laughs> I'll be like, what? That was interesting. Um, I, think it's, I think the other thing to that is it's useful mastering a split squat so that you know that you, the, like you said, the primary movement is down and up. Because even on a Bulgarian split squat, the amount of people who sit back too far, and you're like, no, you still need to be on that front leg. It's just that you're going to go back a little bit as well. Yeah. And it, there are too many people just sink, sit back on that leg, and they kind of. I see people do it all the time. They sit back on that leg and take, and then they just rest there, and then they kind of like push themselves up out of the hole of it. And it's like, nah, that's not really yeah. what you're supposed to be doing. You're like pushing through your quad on that back, <coughs> leg and then yeah. you're straight through that. And you're like, mm-hmm. people, I, I hear people say to me all the time, like, oh, 
on the Bulgarian split squat, the second leg is always harder. I'm like, well, why? And they're like, well, because I got, I've just worked that back leg. And I'm like, yeah, you don't use your back leg though. Yeah. And then you go, oh, now I know there's a form issue because it's <laughs> back on that leg. Like, yeah. So it's interesting how he does that. And like, it's goblet squats, goblet squats, or goblet split squats, goblet squats, all that kind of stuff. And then once you've reached the heaviest dumbbell and you cannot hold your thorax position anymore, um, either you need to train your thorax position, be able to hold that, or you go, right, I'm now lifting a 60 pound or 80 pound dumbbell or like 40 kilo dumbbell. I can probably go into suitcase holds now. So suitcase only after getting up to like a 40 kilo. If that's the heaviest one in the gym, do that until you can hit 40 kilos and then go into a suitcase. Hmm. I don't think there's rationale for each. And obviously if you're training like slight hip shifts and stuff like that, I will quite happily put a single arm suitcase in or something like that. So, but I would generally speaking go goblet to single arm suitcasing depending on issue. So it's obviously a system and there's variables to the system that will happen. Um, but that's just for smart coaching. Um, I think anyway, but yeah, apart from that, it's all sensible. It's all sensible. All coaches, all works. That's the thing about their system. And yeah, it's good. Um, everybody like single leg deadlifts. One, well, they can say single, yeah, single leg deadlift, not single leg RDL. That was the one, that was one actually that kind of confused me. And I think in the PT world, maybe we've missed, I know misconstrued it slightly as well because sing- there's a single leg deadlift and a single leg RDL is a different thing. And in our brain, we'd only ever, we would only ever teach a single leg RDL really because we'd be soft knee and then that's about it. The knee doesn't really move out of that pattern again. But then when they were teaching it, single leg deadlift, they were like, no, I want you to look like a deadlift on your single leg. Yeah. And I was like, there's a hell of a lot of knee flexion there. And I'm like, ah, it's interesting because I don't really, even yeah for me like seven years of coaching i don't really ever teach it like that so i'm going to start to put single leg deadlift in not single leg rdls in instead because and yeah. making people making people knee flex a little bit more on a single leg deadlift um is it from a dead stop as well though uh no they weren't uh, i guess you can do either or but they were they were doing almost dead stop and a reach across which i do anyway to keep that hip hip down but it was it was interesting so i'm going to incorporate them i will let you know um, in the next month because um, I've not really done that with my clients if I teach a single leg it's going to be pretty straight and just a soft knee So, and I'm thinking more hamstring and no no knee bending uh, it's interesting, report back me uh, yeah let can, me know you can try them if you want uh, well, I'll have a little play around with it next time I'm in the gym <laughs> they're a lot harder because they're more like skate squat things mm, so, yeah yeah. Uh, it's a bit like ooh. anytime your, your quads only being used on one leg it's like agony so not cool. Alright, mate. I think it's enough of uh, CFFC talk. Any other business? No, not from me. No? I'm going to go buy a Theragun. Waste some money. <laughs> yeah, I've heard you had too much money and you need to uh, yeah. buy pointless things. Yeah, that's what you want to do when you're trying to buy a house. It's just keep wasting <laughs> money on shit like that. <laughs> Alright, mate. Um, yeah, no other business from me. I think it's all wonderful. I guess you'll have to do a podcast. Oh, yeah, we can do a podcast from the PTC office at some point as well. Ooh. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd be very good. That'd be good. Yeah, we can do that. Good, acoust- good acoustics in there. <laughs> we just get Gordon to do it. It's fine. All, exactly. all that kind of stuff. That's Easy. what you for, right? Damn right. <laughs> it's coming out of Luke's pocket, but yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, mate. Um, I will catch you next week. See you later.